welcome to Sort of My Podcast. My name is Vincent Herman, Vin the Human. Joining me today, James Odell, Alpha Spectre. Say hi, James. Hey, you fucked the whole intro up. No, you fucked the whole intro up by railroading it. I'm not editing that out. And also <laughs> joining us, Rachel Mullen, Miss Kitty Cosplay. What's going on? All right. <laughs> It's, so, instead of the normal shout-out segment of the episode, we're actually just going to talk about our time at LexCon. So, it's kind of a shout-out to Lexington Comic and Toy Convention. So, we've been having a good time so far. We're in, what, day two? Yeah. Yeah, day two. It's been a good time. Nobody can hear you nod, Rachel. So, <laughs> so, so anyways... As someone who's been, like, deep involved in the con, like, you're actually a part of the convention I'm festivities. You, you're all up inside the guts of that con. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's it been like for you? It's been hectic. It's actually been great so far. Everything has been very positive, very, very good. As far as the feedback goes, Cosplay Central is doing really well. We've had a lot of people come down to the booth. Cool, lots cool. Of, lots of fun stuff. We have yeah. Iron Throne for... Free photos. I saw that, and you were dressed as Sansa today, yeah. so uh, a lot of opportunities there, photo ops. How many swords are there, like, to use for posing? Not in the throne. There's none sitting out unless Brooks is sitting there with Longclaw. You guys should, yeah, I was going to say, you we're, should think about. We're going to supply that. The booth was kind of just, like, given to us this weekend without a lot of heads up. Next convention, we know it's available. There will be lots of swords. Bitching. So hey guys, look out for that next year. Uh, Odal, we we've been buying a lot of comics, dude. We've bought so much. Okay, we've bought so much shit this year, but nothing compared to the amount of money I spent last year. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. I had like I've spent less money this year, walking away with more than I did last year, walking and that away was with less. Last yeah. year, I was encouraging you to spend money you didn't have. You I were spending money because I had too much. <laughs> yeah. But like last year I walked away with a lot of cool shit. I I finished out my my Robin collection. Uh I got a really great Jay Lee sketch. Yep. yep. Um this year uh, I'm getting a commission done by Rico. I don't even know his last fucking name. <laughs> uh, but Shout out to Rico. I don't even know his last fucking name. But all in all, like it's it's been enjoyable. Been talking to yep. some of the creators. Uh, haven't really gotten into any media lines yet, but most yeah. of those people aren't here. Well, I'm I'm visiting. I'm I'm going to Kevin Conroy tomorrow, and uh, I made the decision that I like I didn't vacuously want him to sign just any random Batman the animated series figure, and I forgot my box set at home. So I decided because. That is the voice of Batman to me. That is the voice I hear when I'm re not recording, but, <laughs> but reading a comic book. Uh, I'd, I'd have him sign a book. So I went out and I looked. We found um, Dark Knight Returns. So I'm going to have him sign a copy of that. That's so, going to be my big pull from this. Now, a question time. for you. What voice do you hear when you are recording Batman? <laughs> when I am recording Batman, I hear my own. <laughs> that sounded right. like a really bad Native American. <laughs> This is why we can't have nice things, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> this is why we can't have a nice podcast. <laughs> it's, uh, but no, I filled almost a, an entire short box of yeah. comics, uh, including trades and stuff. Found uh, Just marked a lot of stuff off my list this year, which says more than last year, too. Even though we had like more media guests and comic guests and stuff, 
Like, I wasn't able to really define anything I wanted to walk with, walk away with outside of Prince and stuff. So, like, I feel like the comic game went up this year. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, moving on from there, guys. We're going to go ahead and talk about some trailers. Uh, oh, my God, we forgot to have you guys watch the trailers. <laughs> Hold on. Thank, thank Zod. Every episode. Thank thing. Zod for I editing. Don't... Okay, mm-hmm. so moving on from there, though, we are going to talk about some trailers. First up, we have the new trailer for the Sabrina Chilling Adventures Part 2. I'm not looking at my script. That's why I'm so fucking flaky right now. That's why you're choppy. Really, really bad. Looks wicked off the chain and like a lot of fun, but uh, I feel a little lost on this thing because I like I have not really. Okay, so so I have to do that over Ah. again now. So I have to do that over again now. You happy about it? Good thing you got that out. Looks wicked off the chain, man. <laughs> like a lot of fun, but I feel a, lot, a little lost, uh, probably because I haven't seen the the first season. Really. I saw the first couple episodes, uh, which uh, Odell, I think you're you yeah. sitting at the same place I am. But Rachel, you you saw this whole thing. You were all in. So, what are you pulling from this second trailer that uh, that we're not getting? Because it, it was really confusing oh, to me. Um, I I see Sabrina becoming more of a woman. And not a child. She's growing up. She's coming into her own. She is looking into a darker side. You know, the whole teenage rebellion, the whole... It's happening. But it's showing in a um, more mysterious, more magical world where things are a little bit darker than what I've seen. So it's like teenage angst uh, amplified to... With Satanism. With Satanist. Amplified to the level that it feels inside, but can't actually be physically manifest in the real world. But it it shows her becoming a woman, and yeah, she's becoming her own. Chaos incarnate. It's crazy. So, who's the dude at the end of the trailer? Yeah, that that one's got me lost. Satan. That's Satan. That's Satan. Okay, so I'm assuming he shows up in the first season. Satan is handsome. You'll know. You won't see his face. He's there. You'll see like off shots of him. He's in the room. It's implied. Uh-huh. You won't see his face. It'll be like the back of a chair. Oh, so I feel Satan all the time then. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's always with us. <laughs> he's always Satan with us. With me, of course. So do my podcast, official podcast of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not number. even against it. Oh boy, I don't know if our numbers are going to go down or up because of that. Up, up, <laughs> can up, they go up. either way? I think we've got I mean, a fixed income at this point. We Either. can hashtag Satan. So like, there's some views. There you go. I mean, it'll be in. It'll be in the, 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 the hell with this episode one. tags. We'll put hashtag Satan in the episode tags. Honestly, I know a lot of people that would listen to it because of that. But there you, you go. Added some like anti-religion. Hey. Stuff. We yeah. snagged people on the first trailer right there. Right. Uh, moving on, though, we've got the Stranger Things Season 3 trailer. Uh, and right off the bat, this soundtrack is oh just God. amazing. I love it. Like, that- th- this is so good. We get Motley Crue. We get uh, The Who. We get... There was another I, I think that was all that really played in there, wasn't it? Was that the only two? Bob O'Reilly and Home Sweet Home, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, um, it just shades of the last season because, like, the last season reignited my flames for Cindy Lauper. 
Because <laughs> of the snowflake dance. I was like, fuck, I love yep. that song. And then I just went down a rabbit hole. Now I have a best hits on like cassette tape and shit. Yeah, we are in a time of movies and TV shows having better and better soundtracks because they're using older and older music. Yeah, Uh, but what? Yeah, what I think is fascinating about this trailer is like up until a minute forty-five, it really comes off like an '80s like summer teen drama. Then you enter the guy with the gun, and shit takes like a hard right turn. Uh, You know, it it kind of seemed like once David Harbour popped on the screen. It just took a really hard left turn. And it's like, okay, well, now there's a guy with a silenced gun walking through a hall of mirrors. Yeah. Now we've got something, like, undulating and growing in a hallway. Like, what? what's going on? Like, if Steve doesn't have eyes at some point, I swear <laughs> to God. I don't understand there, that. Why? Like, did you like, did you see that? No, yeah, yeah, but, like, what, what happened? I don't understand. It, I don't know. Well, I, I don't feel like There's we can no really call for hardly anything okay. for, for the I don't last think this trailer, trailer gives us anything to call. Like I think if we tried to call anything right now, we'd be wrong. With us. Yeah. There none of this is actually gonna be in the show. They're gonna pull an, a, <laughs> an Avengers Infinity War trailer with us. Like none of this is in this season. Except for they're season. pulling it to the extreme and instead of like one or two shots made off, it's like literally everything you saw in this trailer never happens. Like, we're just kidding, guys. There's no season three. You just get this trailer. I'm pretty excited we're, about we're some of the, the some of the settings in this though. Yeah. Yes. The yes. mall, the fair, like just the knowing the these these franchises, or well, rather this franchise alone, and just knowing what it could be, like those settings lend themselves to so many possibilities. Like if you can do what you did in a government building, what can you do with a fucking Ferris wheel? You know? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, it airs on Netflix July fourth, uh, just a mere four months away from recording this. Uh, so yeah, a lot to look forward to there, and something like I feel like our whole childhoods have been building to. Toy Story Four dropped a trailer recently. Yeah, listen, I know I'm gonna cry when I see it. I yeah. cried during three when they were all about to die in the fucking incinerator. Well, that was extreme. You made the they made those toys face death and and like and come to to grips with that. That's insane. Okay. D- Disney Pixar are sadist. They made them face death in the last one. In this one, it's going to be the heart-wrenching, like... Realities of life and change. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, like, like, but I, you're also going to have the other story of a little girl losing her favorite toy. Used to, like, before I had kids, if I saw a stuffed animal or something on the side of the road, I would laugh. Yeah. Now... I realized, one, there is so much heartache behind that lost stuffed yeah. animal, and there's so much headache for the parents behind that lost stuffed animal. I, I have felt this, too. Yeah. We, we get a lot from this trailer. I mean, just uh, just that line, well, uh, to further what we were talking about, the line where Woody goes, like, I was meant to help children, but I don't remember it being this hard. Like, it's just, wow. This, this, this franchise has really aged with us. 
but but to hark on more of the like detailed things in this trailer, and and I really wanted to talk about this because I saw you rolling your eyes around this part. <laughs> Bo Peep is kind of a badass <gasps> now, and, and a little bit of a temptress, uh, trying to steer Woody away from returning to Bonnie. Uh, so uh, explain the eye roll. Like, what was okay, that about? What are you initial, feeling? My initial, my initial is why. Okay. Why, why is why is this a movie in general? But. The whole Bo Peep being a bad guy, it's weird. Well, now, okay, and I've heard I've, a lot of people say that. There's been some suspicious activity the entire time. Well, I've heard people say bad guy, and I don't necessarily think she's a bad guy. Maybe an anti-hero at worst, but she she has, she's been on her own for an undisclosed reason. We don't know why yet, uh, and she's seen... The life of being a toy from a different perspective. And apparently this life has suited her and, and she it, it fits her and her personality. And so when Woody comes back into her life with this idealistic still I need to be there for the child thing, of course she's going to try and convert. I mean like any religion. And so she's like, hey, why would you subject yourself to this one menial thing like some sort of like butler play thing when there's this whole other spectrum you've never experienced come look at this with me at least and that's what i think it is is, is it's more of just her trying to get woody to see life on a different plane than he's familiar with and and i feel like that's why i'm hearing the word villain thrown around because people hate change people like are adverse <laughs> to change, change? Fuck that. and i mean <laughs> People are adverse to to change and maybe different perspectives. And so I think that's why I'm hearing villain thrown around a lot. Be, uh, and I will say that the trailer does shoot her that way. It does make yeah. it look... Yeah, it, it presents like, her... Because, like, yeah. for what? It's like a two-and-a-half-minute trailer. For all of two minutes, it makes it seem like, oh, we got to be there for the toy, and this is the right way. we got to be there for Bonnie. we got to get back to Bonnie. Oh, but wait, Bo oh, Peep wait. There's a, like, oh, here's that. Bo Peep. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think if you dig deeper into it, it's a it's a little different. Uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it though. What about you guys? I, I'm down. Oh yeah, they got I mean, my money from from the first movie. It, it's it's been one of those like I can remember almost every detail of the first and second movie, and then the third one came out. And it's like yeah, this is still good. Like mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I put it on for the kids to watch, and they went upstairs and played while I sat there and, and finished watching the movie. It's it's still yeah. my movie. They they have never lost me a beat in this in this entire franchise. Uh, I will argue, like as time goes on, Toy Story two gets a little more forgettable. And I think yeah. that's going to end up being the weaker one of the franchise. But uh, the second movies usually are, with the exception of Two Towers. Yeah. Yep, that's fair. Uh, moving on, though, we, we've got some news to dig into here. Uh, at this year's Game Developers Conference in San Francisco, Google announced its gaming service, Stadia. The service will be, uh, will be available through desktop computers, laptops, tablets, and phones, as long as the device is capable of streaming directly through Google's Stadia-dedicated data centers and will allow users connected online through their browsers with Google releasing controllers compatible with the service. Hey, so, Penny, say that one part three times fast. Say <laughs> all of it three times fast? Wait, which part? No. The, uh... 
Google Stadia dedicated data center. Google Stadia. Uh, okay, hold on. Google Stadia dedicated data centers. Google Stadia dedicated data centers. Google Stadia dedicated data centers. I, I tripped up a little bit on the first one, but not enough to really be detrimental. Anyways, I am not much of a gamer. Me personally, I feel like Google, you're a little late to the fucking game. No, what no, are you doing no, here? No, they're not. I mean, it has been tried before, but not successfully. Mm-hmm. Um, N- is it N- NVIDIA? NVIDIA. They're, they're yeah. trying it out right now. Now, issues are usually with the lag input, but I feel with Google being the company it is, with the reach that it is, it has the possibility to be something great. Mm-hmm. As long as you have a good internet connection. Right. And, and I feel like that's where they're going to fall short, though. Google has tried these things before that are are, are great ideas. Google Glass. I, I personally was like, Google Glass is a fucking awesome idea. Me personally, though, you're never going to get handed a dime of my money because I can't afford that. I can't maintain that. Like, you know, like, what is it? And I feel like that's where they're going to fall short is they're not taking in the typical American household and they're just going after the idea of the gaming market. I mean, the thing, uh, a price point hasn't been set for this yet. Right. So we we can't really base anything on that. But what? What? He's just agreeing with you. Thanks Uh, for the editing. You're welcome. (laughs) But what we need to look at is how is this going to present to the overall gamers market? Mm -hmm. One of the biggest topics out there right now is cross play, uh, cross compatibility, which we're seeing a a rise in among online play. Is this Mm -hmm. going to be strictly a you're going to play single player games on this and you're going to be able to play online with users of that service? Or is it going to link into other game servers and, like, say you wanted to play Fortnite, of all things? Yeah. You know, a very popular game right now. If you... Mm, kind of falling off because of Apex Legends, but sure. True. But, so, okay, say Fortnite, Apex, Call of Duty, any of these games. Yeah. If you wanted to get on there and play, are you only going to be linked up with players on this Google service? Or are you going to be linked up with players from... Well, yeah, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. And you also, you have to take into uh, account the Dark Sheep here, which is Sony, who have always been, like... Trouble, uh, troublesome when it comes to Google Play, for sure. Uh, for me, like uh, I don't know, I'm a I'm a very particular market. I I have no inclinations towards online play whatsoever. Honestly, if we could keep it all hard copy and it could all be just something I put on my shelf, that'd be fantastic for me. I'm all about it. But well, I'm I'm a little antiquated that in that way. <laughs> Uh, and I, I realize it. I know that uh, that is getting phased out and it eventually won't be that way. I'm already hearing talks about well, the PS5 and what they're planning for that. So Funny you bring that up. I'm going to add a little bit more video game news as is per my usual. Uh, oh, we're getting a uh, Alpha's editorial bite size Interjection. <laughs> An Alpha's interjection. Alpha's <laughs> interjection. Fantastic. Uh, we are actually... Uh, very soon, I'm, I'm not sure if there's a release date for it or not yet, but there is an Xbox console that is not going to have a disc drive and is going to be digital only. Yeah, I, I had it heard is, something about that. It is going to have, I believe the price point on it is going to be around 199 but as far as anything included with it, 
I, w- I was speaking to a couple of GameStop employees about them, what they should do with it versus what they're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. Realistically, the Xbox has the Game Pass, which gives you access to any Xbox exclusive game, uh, one of which is Crackdown 3, which is a hell of a lot of fun. Um, sea of Thieves, State of Decay, there are several great games that are on the Game Pass already, as well as the entire library of games that have been released free with Xbox Gold. Uh, and several other 360 backwards compatible games, if they were to release this new Xbox One with, say, a six-month or a one-year membership to the Game Pass service, that would be the ideal way to launch this. That would be Mm -hmm. the ideal way to get sales on this. Because if you have to go and drop $200 on something that you are never going to buy another physical piece of merchandise for then you should at least get some kind of digital bonus with this service. Because any Xbox disc you have, whether it's backwards compatible or an Xbox One, is useless for this this console. Mm -hmm. So they need to sweeten the deal somehow or else I feel like it's going to really fall short. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I feel like Google's entering all of this game too slow. Like, if... If they wanted to try anything like this, they probably should have been a little bit ahead of it. For me, though, this is this is the death of gaming. Like, for me, I am antiquated. I am a dinosaur in the gaming thing, and I am not going to rush towards the thing that requires me an, inter- an really, internet connection. Are you, are you that much of a dinosaur? Like, you have to have, like, your physical copy? Well, not, no, not so much as a physical copy, but if I have to stream the game from offline, it's just not going to happen with me. I mean, I guess... Maybe because yeah. I've been spoiled as a PC gamer, like I'm yeah. used to streaming things. I, and maybe it's a generational thing. I don't know. Like I, I'm so adverse to playing online with other players because, I, I, and it, and it's really the negative connotations that come with that. Oh, it, it's it's if a 13 year old is online calling me a pussy. That's not going to sit well with me. See, but if this guy, from children. if this guy is sitting next to me split screen and he starts talking shit, I get a leech punch him in the arm or talk shit back and like, it's all good. I, I can't, I, I've never been an online gamer at all. I get a lot of shit talking with the online people, yeah. but it, it's fun because you're like playing with other people that you don't know. I don't have a lot of like real life friends that I play with, yeah. so and, and I, I need to make friends. I can't remember the game, but uh, my son even even is suffering from my standpoint on this because there was some game that we wanted to get. Oh, it was Fallout 76. Fallout 76 is the prime example of where my standpoint is on this. I love the Fallout franchise. Everything I heard about Fallout 76, everything I've seen from Fallout 76, I want it. I want this to be the game, but... It it becomes heartbroken. Yeah, it becomes if you I, can play so long by yourself, okay. and me, then it's over. You you either join a squad or you're fucked. Let me, let me and I don't even you. know the hardware bullshit it's, behind it. it but it's horrible. There's no yeah. reason. I I gave up. I, yeah, I bought the tricentennial edition. Like what, eighty bucks on release, and have maybe three hours logged in the whole game. Mm-hmm. And what, like a month after release, they dropped the price on it? Not even a month. I'll tell you where I fell off. When I found out you absolutely had to be logged into PlayStation Plus, I was done. I don't have where it Vinny because I don't need it. Fallout, 
with Fallout. My Fallout with Fallout was PlayStation Plus. <laughs> now, don't have it, don't need it, don't want it. I, all the new games were so great. And they just right. took their shit and slapped 76 on it and handed it to us. I think this and will be. And I prepaid for that shit. This will be a teaching right. moment, though. And I feel I'm like. I'm broken. I was planning a cosplay and everything. <laughs> and they just fucked me. I feel like we'll see the the teachings of this reflected in Elder Scrolls 6, though. And so long as they don't pull this bullshit with Elder Scrolls 6, oh we're good. Because you know God. what? We got Skyrim, bitches. Like, people are still willing to pay 60 bucks for Skyrim, so... All day. I don't question it, because they yeah. fucked me. Yeah, yeah. It, no problem. So Skyrim, you fuck up... Se- se- Skyrim's what? Uh, coming up on seven, eight Look, years old? I have Honestly, bought... they can put just something new. Stuff a new sticker on it and give it to me. I'll just, <laughs> just give us some new, new DLC. This is... This just is give us new Skyrim DLC. 5.1. They could call it Skyrim 5.1, and it's going to have, like... One extra quest line in it. I will People say this. Will drop the money I, right then and there. I bought five different copies of Skyrim <laughs> it, 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 for various like, reasons. Every copy that's ever made. I have it on my, my Steam account. So, what? Okay. One I, of my I'm reasons. I'm not going to lie. I, am, I have put serious consideration into getting it for my Switch. Just so that when I have Me more too. Sundays at yep. work, I can go and play Skyrim. Yep. Skyrim on the go is like a perfect reason to buy it. Uh, Why not? I like, and I'll say this: I will, I will accept that the Xbox was superior to the PS2. I will accept that, as far as engine wise, uh, Xbox 360 was better than PS3. Graphics wise, not so much, but. Anytime I see anyone with an Xbox One, I ask them why they have a crappy PlayStation. But I bought an Xbox 360 because I was tired of Skyrim crashing on my PS3. (laughs) So I bought an entire console just so I could play Skyrim. And I'm considering doing it again because I want Skyrim VR. Skyrim is such a big commitment. Like, you you get in, you're like, start this game. So, you know, you get into it. Did we you talk? You lost your relationship. Your significant other is fucking you. I was going to say, me and my significant and other at the time. you're done creating your character. We, <laughs> me and my significant other at the time, we disappeared for three months. Odal, you can attest to this. When Skyrim came out, it came out did you hear from me from no. three, for three months? For, no. For I was three, gone. Three to six months, my friends thought I was like pissing a bucket at my computer. They're like, what is going on? It's done. You've not left. She has rigged up a catheter <laughs> and an I IV put, for food. I so, so many hours into that game it is like little known fact she used to weigh 600 pounds <laughs> thanks to the skyrim diet the skyrim diet there skyrim it is. Di- i didn't have a life outside of the game you know what i really wish they had taken that whole vr thing to the limit with that uh, did you guys ah! see that apparatus yes. where yes. walking around? Yeah. Oh i would my do it 100 so i'm waiting for the day i that option like let's mm-hmm. fucking do I'm it. waiting for the I have that money I'm waiting for the fucking not even that option. I'll pay it that pay money it. I'm it. waiting for the holiday I will go into debt up to my fucking eyeballs for that to bring I'm already <laughs> in debt up to my <laughs> to bring this conversation about this new Google console <laughs> to close Skyrim's pretty awesome <laughs> moving on oh. uh, the guys the day we've been waiting for Four months. Oh, there she goes. Uh, the Fox Disney merger is finally finalized, guys. I have 
here, and, and, and instead of talking about the things that have been talked about a hundred times, I have here instead a list of just some of the movie and di- TV properties Disney now owns. We will discuss these. Hold on. No, no, you can't cherry pick right now. No, Let me no, read the fucking no. list. I just have to IMDb real quick. Continue. <laughs> okay. I just so, gotta find his name. Some uh, of the movies on this list. Planet of the Apes. Alien. Predator. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Fuck. MASH. The Mary Tyler Moore Show. <laughs> we know that's going to make a big comeback. Uh, Home Alone. The live action Chipmunks films. The X-Files. Modern Family, The Simpsons, Family Guy, Bob's Burgers, American Dad, Futurama, and King of the Hill. Die Hard. The original theatrical releases of the original Star Wars films. And that's just to name a few. Before this goes any further, can we just appreciate the fact that from MASH, Klinger is now a Disney princess? No, because I've never watched MASH. What? What? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not 87 years old. I'm younger than you. I've seen it. <laughs> what is there in MASH? I've never gotten this. Somebody, you guys try and sell me on MASH right now in it's like cool. at 30 really seconds. Cool. Sell um, me on MASH in 30 seconds. In 30 I'm, seconds? Yeah. Okay. Uh, God, what war was that? Vietnam. Okay. Vietnam War. Doctors trying to find humor in everyday life during surgery, making their own booze, one trying to cross-dress to get kicked out of the military. I can see all this on Scrubs except for the military aspect. Military Scrubs. There you go. <laughs> military it's nice. It's funny. It's cute. It's nice. It's nice. I'm a you guys remember when Borat was popular? Oh my god. Well, I'm not too particularly excited for Ash. I am definitely excited by a lot of things on this list. Also, uh, removing Die Hard. We'll talk about Die Hard uh, in a second. Buffy. But, uh, Buffy. Buffy can be I, a Disney princess now. No. There has been talk. I'm uh, upset. I don't, I don't want to touch. Don't touch her. Well, They're no, but up. there has been talk about a continuation Reprints. of the series before uh, before Disney took over, which means that we could see like the new Slayer. Not not disregarding I, Buffy particularly, I, I'm but worried. don't fuck it. Well, really? yeah, so but so what if they bring her back as a mentor for a new series? She's the new Giles. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's always a possibility too. Disney, they're soft, they're squishy, they're princesses. Oh no, 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 no! Disney has their already things, but you just don't know it's Disney because you don't know everything Disney owns. But they, they have their already properties. They're even saying they're going to leave Deadpool as it is. They're going to continue the Deadpool. My biggest concern when I saw this was, oh my god, Deadpool over. Yeah. Uh, and and that is too much of a cash cow. Yeah. Uh, I and, and honestly, a lot of people are clamoring for Deadpool in the MCU. Don't want it. I don't think that Deadpool fits with those movies. It would ruin them. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to see Deadpool running around with the Avengers. I no. want to see Deadpool making fun of the Avengers with Chris Evans popping up every now and again. You know? <laughs> Let's do Deadpool 3, but now we have all the toys <laughs> no, to play with. No, every, so, in, now in Deadpool movies, every so often... 
Chris Evans is just going to pop up. Language. <laughs> yes. Uh, are you guys at all phased by... Oh, <laughs> I smacked my microphone for a second. Uh, by the Simpsons, Family Guy, any of that stuff, the animated properties. Uh, I think um, they're going to leave them alone, let them do their own thing. The ones that are over, I think, are going to be fine. Are, um, are any of those over? King of the Hill hasn't had... Well, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. Actually, that latter half, American Dad, Futurama, and King of the Hill are all over. But but I love them all. I I, I feel like they know well enough to leave these properties alone and maybe King of the Hill. But I could see them reviving Futurama. I don't think so because I don't. I don't think Matt Groening wants to revive. It'd be cool though. It would be cool. They went back and forth so many times. So. Mark here is saying that King of the Hill is coming back with Booby no, Older. No. With Bobby, but no. <laughs> with Booby Older. Fantastic. I don't know you. Don't touch my purse. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, it's, been, it's been too long. King of the Hill. It really has. And, and and that was. The voice actress of Luann is dead now. It's, so. just, it's been too long. Uh, what I am 100% excited for, though, like, and again, we'll get to Die Hard. <laughs> the, the, That's the one I'm excited The original theatrical releases of the original Star Wars. Have you guys, have you guys ever watched the Blu-ray versions, the collections that came out of uh, the Star Wars movies in their special editions? But yes. they are so cleaned up, so gorgeous they, regardless of the George Lucas edits, just the the shots from the original trilogy, uh, unencumbered except for the cleanup, look fantastic. So to watch these in their original forms in a Blu-ray 4K setting, wow! I can't wait for that. I can't wait to spend ninety dollars on that <laughs> Blu-ray set. You know, uh, and but and if, if you think about it, three three trilogies. If you're gonna spend ninety dollars, that's ten bucks a movie. That's a good fucking deal for Blu-ray. Oh, hell yeah. And, plus, it's Disney. They're not going to pass up a theatrical release of these cleaned-up original classics. Fuck no. So we're going to get to go watch this shit on the big screen like our grandparents intended. You know? Fuck yes. Now on to Die Hard. Uh, because they've been talking about the sixth Die Hard movie a bit being a jump between the uh, uh, between young John McClane and old John McClane being a flashback movie. And worst of all, they've abandoned their pun scheme and just decided to call it McClane. And so this was all before Fox got taken over by Disney, before this was finalized. So now there is actually room for someone with a good idea. I'm not going to name names. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, I normally don't cough on podcasts like that. And I normally edit it out, but I guess I missed this one. Um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. This this lends the idea to to better writers, to to better staffing and stuff. So I'm very excited for that. Anyone have anybody anything to say about Die Hard other than me? I'm really excited for it. Cool. Just because. Suck it, Mark. He's thumbs down and off, no, Mike. Just just because it, it needed to happen. It's been a while. I've yeah. been waiting. Like it's one of my favorite franchises. I hate mm-hmm. to like admit that in public. I know, like, don't look at me. So my, Die but Hard like, is my favorite movie of all time. I, I know, but like, I don't want to admit that personally. I'm not too flat level of acceptance to be out in public. I, I don't think you've seen any but the first movie. <laughs> it, I've seen I love four. Them. I love them so much, one, but don't two, tell people. Three. You've really seen one through three. 
I watch them every Christmas and I always cry. Which one's the fourth one? Uh, live Free or Die Hard. The Is one with Justin Long. No, that's the fifth one. Okay, I don't I don't think I remember Live Free or Die Hard. Wow, no. you missed out. So we're watching again. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, will make I have us, the whole franchise right over there on Blu-ray, I'll except that we don't have a Blu-ray player. We're excited. I'm excited. We're yeah, for sure. Uh, now, furthering this discussion, the obvious thing here with this deal is the MCU. The big thing everyone is expecting oh. to be affected. Uh, and, and I wanted I wanted to discuss with you guys, like, how do you think... Uh, the best way they can handle the X-Men, the best way they can bring in the Fantastic Four, because it can't just be a smash. Like, they can't just, go, like, turn a hard left and go, like, okay, fuck, we gotta get an X-Men movie out. You know? The best thing they can do is not fuck it up. Uh, well, really well they, yeah, but wait, we're talking... Don't touch it. Don't touch it. We're talking about Kevin Feige's uh, it, MCU. And, and they have a very good track record it, It's here. going the right direction. Mm-hmm. already the ship is sailing a very solid course well you also have to think things are changing very quickly here soon i feel like if they just roll with the tide i think what they need to do is, is is if they need to put anything forefront fantastic four fantastic four needs to be the next not thing yet, they go not yet, they're not, not going to get their own movie for a while they're going to be integrated somehow into phase four well, yeah. Uh, they're going to be, I guarantee you, they're going to be brought into a you, different movie. Do you know how many uh, movies we have announced for Phase 4? Spider-Man uh, Far From Home and Black Panther 2. With talks, talks, not an uh, official slated Doctor Strange 2. Like, so Fantastic Four can go anywhere in there. Well, but the thing is, with with the backlash of the movie that shall not be named, uh, I don't think they're going to be in any rush to make a standalone Fantastic Four movie. They're not in any rush to make an Incredible Hulk movie. No, 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 no. I, 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 think, I think you're applying typical studio logic to this, and we're talking about Disney MCU. We're talking about, we're talking about a franchise that came right off of a terrible reception to Amazing Spider-Man 2, to hard leaning into Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man being into, in Civil War. They rushed that shit out, and it was perfect. And so when it comes to the Fantastic Four, do you think Kevin Feige is going to shy away from some shit that came out like three years ago? Fuck no. He's, he's going to go like, look, here's how I have it planned. Here's how I've had it planned for like five years. And it's going to be amazing. You're going to give me all the money. You're going to love it. And then you're going to shut up and come see the next Avengers movie with a fantastic fucking four in it. <laughs> I don't know. I still think they're going to be introduced in another movie. I don't think they can wait too they, long. Before they get their own. Well, maybe an end credits scene, sure, but I don't... I no, just, I'm, not, I'm not talking like about end what? credits. Like I, what? I feel like... What can they be introduced in, possibly? Like, what? what is the one thing that could introduce them as, like, side characters? They've been talking about a Nam or standalone movie for a while. Yeah, and, Fox was. Yeah, but now... Amazing. You but throw, now, throw everything Fox was doing out the window, because that's not happening now. Now that now that Disney has all these properties... A Namor movie can be done right. It can be done justice. That would be the perfect way to introduce the Fantastic Four. Ooh, you know what? There was something I read where it felt like somebody was teasing Namor being a part of a movie as a side character. 
But he's not. He's definitely not going to get his own movie right out. Uh, I can't remember exactly, but I do know one big theory is in the Spider-Man uh, Far From Home trailer. You see the Stark Tower, formerly Stark Tower, Avengers Tower, being under renovations, and infamously, the Stark Avengers Tower is the Baxter Building. And so it's many believe that the first introduction is possibly going to be, or at least the first leaning and hint is going to be in uh, Far From Home. It very well could. I be. I honestly don't see them sitting on the, this franchise very I don't long. Think I they see will, them, but with Far From Home being so far into production before this deal was finalized, and and Far From Home was pretty much complete before this was done. Civil and War was already half shot before they got Spider-Man and they they cast right in the middle of shooting. That we're talking about again, you're you're thinking about normal studio logic. I think Disney Marvel Studios is above that at this point. They can do anything they want at any fucking moment. <laughs> at, at, at some point during Spider-Man Far From Home, if they wanted to, I'm pretty sure they could figure out how to secure the rights to Batman and just throw him in there. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is my feeling towards it. Anyways, uh, I, a lot going on there. Uh, to sum this up, I think the, they're going to draw X-Men. That's where they're really going to play the long game. X-Men is something that they're going to, they're, they're probably going to give you tastes. Throughout this movie here, this movie there, and then we may not even see a, like a big come together X or Avengers film. We'll probably see an X Men film as that big event film for this next phase. I don't know. I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, I'd be okay like I, I can see, I can see both because because of what we're building towards right now uh, with with the scrolls finally being introduced and everything that we know and comic continuity going forward. We could be, we could lead into a secret invasion storyline with this. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, X Men, Avengers, like all of these teams were big parts of that storyline. So that would be a perfect time to start introducing these characters. The Scrolls being the perfect um, scapegoat. Mm. As to why we hadn't heard about mutants, because Kevin Feige has said that Secret Invasion is not off the table, right? You know, there's there are very few things that are off the table when it when it comes to him. Yeah. So that being said, if we do end up going the route of Secret Invasion, then we have all of that build up to go to, which can bring in Fantastic Four, X Men. Uh, hell, we could get so many different teams just for that because of the scrolls like that brings an entirely new element of retcon without actually retconning something can we kill the heat it's coming out like, it I is bad it is bad uh Odo, will you hand me a beer please <sighs> good call Mark positioned his chair perfectly. So you can't get up. No, no, no. He's got it perfectly so you can open the fridge. And Odal moved it. Okay. We are bringing this to a close. From there, we are going to take a dip into the phone booth. Thank you for that, Odal. It's time for the news. The phone booth news. Odal, get your stopwatch ready. You're the timekeeper. Oh, boy, this is going to be fun. (laughs) You're drinking. (laughs) Get your fucking...
Get the stopwatch right. You're about to see a disaster in action. That's right, everyone. It's time for the phone booth news, where I try to give you the news faster than Deadpool can save the day, which gives me three minutes, 45 seconds. Odell has his finger on the timer whenever you are ready. Okay, go. In video game news, the, be uh, the behemoth has confirmed that the co-op beat-em-up Castle Crashers is coming to the Nintendo Switch and PS4 this summer with access to bonus characters like Pink Knight, Necromancer, and Blacksmith. Arc System Works has added, added DBGT version of Goku as the newest premium DLC fighter for Dragon Ball Fighter Z. To celebrate their 50th anniversary, Konami is releasing a series of collections. The Arcade Classics Collection will include Gradius, Gradius 2, Life Force, Twin B, Thundercross, and Haunted Castle. The Contra Collection features Contra, Super Contra, Super C, and Contra 3, The Alien Wars. And Castlevania Collection will contain Castlevania, Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse, Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge, and Castlevania 4. Skipping over the infamous second sequel, Simon's Quest. Bullshit. Arcade Classics will, will be available for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and Steam April 18th, with Castlevania and Contra coming early summer 2019. In comics news, Detective Pikachu is coming out this summer, and Legendary has revealed it's bringing an official adaptation to fans as a graphic novel this summer. After 69 years with the company Legendary, Marvel Comics, and Will Eisner award-winning artist Joe Shinnett, uh, now 92 years old, announced his retirement from comics with the release of his final Sunday edition of the Amazing Spider-Man comic strip, which Shinnett has been inking since 1992. Not an episode of I Don't Fuck Up Someone's Name. But following the ominous trailer in last week's books, Marvel Comics announced that superstar writer Jonathan Hickman will return to the publisher for a currently unknown book, possibly slated for release in July. In TV news, Deadline is reporting that Anson Mount and Rebecca Romijn are not expected to reprise their roles as uh, Captain Christopher Pike in number one in the third season of Star Trek Discovery. In movie news, Marvel Studio President Kevin Feige has revealed that the first three phases of the Marvel Cinematic Universe will collectively be known as the Infinity Saga. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Florence Pugh, who played Paige in the WWE film Fighting With My Family, is reportedly in talks for a role as an unidentified spy in the upcoming Black Widow MCU film. In an interview with JoeBlow.com, producer Peter Serafran, yeah, oh, I got that. Saffron, Saffron has now confirmed that James Gunn's The Suicide Squad is a total reboot. Good. Announced by lead actors Alex Winter, a.k.a. William B Bill S. Preston, uh, and Keanu Reeves' a.k.a. Theodore Ted Logan on Twitter, the third Bill and Ted movie is set to release August 21st, 2020. In other news, the WWE has officially announced their partnership with Garbage Pail Kids brand to feature WWE wrestlers in the style of the iconic Topps trading cards, and that is the news. 309. Yeah! We we again, only fucked day. up 38 fucking times. My friend James does artwork for Topps trading cards. Really? Yeah, James Michael Hammond. Do you think he'll be working on that? I have no clue. It's mostly um, his his own things, like nerdy yeah. things, comic book things, that kind of stuff. But um, he does a lot of really cool shit. Well, that's pretty it's rad ass. James ha James My or J Michael Hammond on Facebook. J Mike Ham. Yeah. J Mike Ham. That should be his fucking 
<laughs> Instagram he's, time. He does bullshit. Uh, yeah, what, uh, so what in the uh, phone booth news really grabbed you guys? What are you excited about that, that happened in there? Uh, I love that the MCU is, uh, is sagas now. That that says that they're like... I'm excited Expect 40 more fucking movies, bitches. That's what that says to me. I'm okay with that. Though. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm down. The more movies, the better. I'll take there, there was something me. in there that I was going to comment on. I don't remember what it was. Um, I think, so, okay, gonna, yeah, I think it was in movie news. Scroll I think, through that a little bit. I think there was a, there was an announcement that the life story about Alpha Spectre's run through the ranks in, uh, gay porno was going to be something that, uh, uh, side talk last episode, did you talk <laughs> about James Gunn? I did. Okay. I did talk about James Gunn being reinstated. Uh, I also, well, I mean, that that, that was, that was, oh my God, right? Okay, so like, I have a woman, okay? And I, okay, like. Really? We had When you get down to like, there's like, I don't want to say like the minority type stuff, okay? What he said was, was a racial issue. Oh, that, I mean, he there said was some fucked up. There like, was a so, lot of fucked so up shit. Again, you can hear our thoughts on that in episode fifty-three. Me being a female and yeah. taking offense to certain things, like I understand a lot character growth as a human being. I am a lot better person now than I was mm-hmm. six years ago, mm-hmm. and so I can only imagine the same for him. And I, I think what we discussed at length when uh, the story first broke was separating the artist from the art. Uh, whatever he tweeted yeah, right. in uh, back then does not affect well, how I feel about the Guardians franchise. Some suspicious things that I would not well, want the public to know right and, now. And I I saw something and I, I shared it recently, and it was it was something along the lines of these both these things are both simultaneously true. Someone is allowed to grow beyond what you know them as previously. But you are not required to forgive them and accept them as they are now for what they have done to you previously. That's fair. I love that. Yeah, that's I, very I, fair. I mean, I feel that on yeah. every level, from and, from lower to upper. If that makes sense, like right, like fuck the guy that did that to me. But at the same time, you know, I'm that better good person on, that should rise. Good on good on him for becoming a better person. There are going to be people that are not going to forgive him for the things that he did. Hindsight that, is that quite is, a bitch like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's their never right. Get away from it. Right. You know, Nobody, and he has publicly it, apologized. You're, you're, never, you're never perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody's not gonna love you. But the the fact Especially that myself. Disney came oh, and God. gave him a second chance. And I think they realized through all of the backlash through this, through everything that he did publicly coming through this, the way that he handled himself and everything Yeah, and, else. and that's believed to be why they, like, because he, it, apparently he was, like, rehired months ago. There was just, like, hoops they had to jump through because he had already signed on to the Suicide Squad and stuff. And I guess the, the caveat was that he would work on Suicide Squad first and then come in and do Guardians. So. Right. So, unfortunately, we got to wait on Suicide Squad, whatever, for Guardians 3, which was supposed to start filming this past <laughs> January. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a hot So, yeah. But, uh, anyways, moving on from there, guys. we got one more segment for the show, and uh, it's where we're going to get caught up. Uh, this is the part of the show where we tell you guys what we've been checking out, what we've been listening to, watching, playing, 
uh, reading, all of that. Uh, me personally, um, not a lot has been going on. I've been gearing up for this con. Uh, I, I guess I now own Star Wars Battlefront 2, and there's kind of an interesting story about that. Because I went into this little mom pod type thing, and they had all the it, more of like a thrift outlet type stuff, and they had the uh, the game for twenty five bucks. And I haven't checked on the price of this. I've been wanting it for a while because I heard the story is really great. Big Star Wars fan, so I was like, okay, cool. I just want to check and see if it's any cheaper anywhere else. So I bring it up. GameStop and Walmart have for like around like a- anywhere between nine. To $15 brand new. So I bring it up to him. I'm like, I show him on the website. I'm like, brand new. Look, here it is. Like, I can get it for 10 bucks. I'll give you 15 right now. Like, so offering them more than what I have to pay for it and stuff. And they they put me through the ringer. Like, oh, no, that's a brand new game in packages. And they even called back the lady who I guess makes the prices, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. Nice. Whatever. I'm not going to get it. And... So I had two DVDs in my hand, a copy of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 1 and, and Spider-Man 2, but these came with episodes of Spectacular Spider-Man on them, and they went five apiece for them, which you can find in any thrift store for a dollar apiece. So at that point, I was done. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to put these down. I'm going to go out. And then on my way out the door, they are like, well, we do have all these great items for only 25 per- uh, cents apiece, and they're basically calling me cheap on my way out the door. They're like, no, no, I'm not cheap. You think you're fucking Walmart. And that's the problem here. So I impulse bought Star Wars Battlefront 2 on GameStop app. Why not? Because I was angry. (laughs) I didn't have to buy. Yeah, I've had it for like two weeks. I haven't popped it in once. Uh, no, not once. Yeah, I will. I will. I'll get around to it. It's just, I'm not much of a gamer and I really put certain games up front. Like Spider-Man, no, no, I, I was all I in. You. Spider-Man PS4, yep. I was all in. But, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, now, especially now that I own it, it can wait. Uh, I'm looking forward to WrestleMania 35. Yeah. Are you, are you a wrestling fan, Rachel? Okay, so I really, really like wrestling. I don't keep yeah. up with... Everything that's going on as far as the the drama and okay. stuff when the divas come. I'm I was it. gonna say I want. Okay, so I have been a wrestling fan since the fact that I was allowed to like I to ref uh, the classes in high school mm-hmm. conditioning classes where I did the weightlifting with the football team and the wrestling team. I went to everything I could. We weren't allowed to have girl wrestlers where I was because mm-hmm. you know rednecks. Yeah, they don't accept the fact <laughs> of like gender equality. Right. Oh my god, I can lift weights, but not in public. <laughs> <laughs> so we couldn't do that, but I, I've been wrestling. I love it. I like watching it. I want and to the divas. Diva. The divas are so well, not even the divas. Cool the women's like, division. Well, yeah, like, uh, I'm talking from like I've wanted to be a diva since I was like a child. Yeah, it's, they don't even call them that anymore. No, no, no. no. Uh, well, and, and okay, and like uh, here, just, here's the problem. It. It's I fell off at a certain point, and it's around the time that they were like they were instituting the divas and everything. I was like, nah, this is this the, is the nothing. They're bringing in nothing. Because when I got hooked, yeah. because of the, the attitude era, the attitudes, yeah, the outfits, like they they had like the whole thing, and not really really. Got well, me. what brought me back in was the women's division because regardless of whether I was actively watching or not, I always catch the Royal Rumble. I always catch WrestleMania. And so a couple of years ago, I caught WrestleMania and I was like, holy shit, these women are stealing the show. Like, this is these are the they're best good. matches on the card. And they, they're, like, 
physically doing shit. Yeah, oh yeah. They're nailing it. And so so I started watching actively again and I realized they were bringing in uh, decent talent and I'm, I'm now finally watching NXT. But you should watch some of the drama. This Ronda Rousey thing has been very oh, I interesting. Love Ronda. I mean, like, yeah. you know. I, I, I think it I, was... I'm going to kick your ass one day. <laughs> I, I think it's been a very interesting progression. They brought her in. She was, you know, she was green. I remember, the, I remember her first fucking fight. Oh, yeah. I have been watching her. Ronda's, oh. Ronda's amazing. Just as an athlete outside of the WWE. It blows my mind. And now, they're le- now they've made her a bad guy. Now they are leaning hard. And they, they're doing things where I'm pretty sure she is actually fucking up these other women. Like... Cause she can. Cause I want her to fuck me up. They tried. They tried. <laughs> I'm like begging, please, Rhonda, please. Confessions with Miss Kitty Cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, That's the new segment here on Sorry My Podcast. Now, uh, Miss Kitty Confessions. <laughs> Miss Kitty Confessions. No, but no, it's been really cool. Like, because I was starting to fall off. I was like, I was off the bandwagon for Rhonda for a couple weeks there because she was getting complacent and lazy. And then they were like, hey. Go be a badass. She was like, gotcha. Did it. And now I'm so excited for that at WrestleMania. Uh, Batista Triple H seems like uh, gimmicky, but uh, also I know those two could probably tear the house down, so I'm cool with it. They got a lot of cool stuff going on this year, so I'm looking forward to that. Otherwise, I've just been watching uh, anything 90s. I'm watching Seinfeld. I'm watching Cheers. I'm watching literally the 90s on Netflix. So uh, that's... All I've been getting around to. I haven't even really been keeping up with the CW shows too much. <laughs> Excuse me, this week. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm falling behind. Uh-huh. That is a number one priority for me, too, and I just haven't gotten there. Uh, okay, James, what have you been keeping up with? Uh, he, he's I, really, really trying to come along in the whistling community. He's not doing so well. I, I have started Umbrella Academy. I'm a couple episodes into Punisher. Uh, I haven't gotten a whole lot of time to sit down and like try to get through some of these shows. I've almost finished season one of Happy. Uh, mm, that's got, another one I got to get to. I've got I'm ready. Oh my god! Like going I through this season, it. I have like half of the last episode to get through, and I'm done. Uh, go but sit no, I and watch it because we got to talk. We'll do okay, sets and well, buds. You go watch Happy. <laughs> okay, I, you know that's fine with me. But no, I've. Uh, you know, since day one, I've been a big advocate for the game Anthem. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, and I oh, I got I got pointed at. That's I hope that's a good okay, sign. So he was super fucking pumped about Anthem because okay, hold so on, hold on, hold on. PlayStation or PC? Okay, no, yeah, gosh, he he God. doesn't get an opinion yet. <laughs> Okay, I like and 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 I know I know this is the only time this this is the only time I'm gonna chime in here. Uh, I don't have much of an opinion. I have no interest in the game, but I have been reading a lot of stuff where a ton of people are just like, "No, fuck this game." Okay, what happened is PlayStation users ran into a critical error bug. It did not officially brick any systems. What? You're, you're karate chopping the table, and you're oh. the one who pointed out that nobody <laughs> should do that. But okay. It did not it officially happened. brick and make any systems not work. A full power cycle hard reset on a system brought it right back to life. 
they fixed it. While, yes, that is a huge fucking mistake on their part. Like, you shouldn't launch a game that's going to crash a system. That that was the same thing Skyrim had. Right. But. Huh? Yeah. Everybody. And so, unfortunately, they don't have the benefit of being Skyrim. So, you know. I, I have finished the main storyline. Um, I, I, I take it you have the game. And, and haven't had a chance to okay. finish it. So, so. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and introduce Ramoff, Mike, Ronnie. Uh, so, so if you want to speak uh, up and talk yeah, it, hey, and defend, yeah. defend oh, whatever it is you're defending. It's because it's EA. Everyone hates it immediately. I get it. I think EA pushed it out early. They and did. I think Bioware needed time. I think given six months, they could have had a decent game coming they out. They could have. Their loot is crap. Their what? loot is crap. It's not even... If it would, like, they would have waited six months, if they so would have done the demos six yeah. months beforehand, <laughs> if they would have done more testing piece. weekends, yeah. it would they would have worked out a lot of these issues, guys. They, I I don't know if this is fuck Anthem or Anthem is awesome. Segment. Like I don't know what's it's, going it's on. A little bit of both. I, I, I am really they... happy with how Anthem. Fuck Anthem. Is. Like They're the awesome. Game <laughs> <laughs> but they could have been better. It, it, it could have been better on upset. release. That's what we're upset. It okay. could have been like they, they talked a big game. EA's release was gorgeous. They, and the game they brought out is nothing like that when they were doing the E3. And, like, and I can I can completely agree with that. But but right now, having played through the, the main storyline, interacted with the characters, everything... What? There's a there's a, a painting on the wall where the chef okay. looks like a penis. We'll we'll touch on that here. I'm not like, no, okay. we'll, we'll touch the penis We're here over in an hour so here, guys. We gotta start sharing this fucking thing up. Do we have anything but interesting like, to say about it? No. You know what? You just went on for like ten minutes about your Battlefront Two story. You can give me like that five was a or funny six, story. You can give me five penis or six chef. minutes about all of the shit going on with Anthem and everything. Yeah. Odell Ronnie has been sitting over there. <laughs> Ronnie has been sitting over there on the couch, quiet this whole time, and now he's wanting to chime in. You're gonna deny him this oh, time? Chime in through a lot of this. Like I, like I have so many discussion <laughs> points. But but yeah, like PlayStation owners got. And then he muted Odell's mic because <laughs> you know, he has the capability. That wouldn't no, surprise you're back me. On. And <laughs> then Odell took all of his mics home, and Vinny had to start from square one. Okay, I can afford one. <laughs> I only need one at this point. That's you know that's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, I'll let you guys go. But the the main storyline w- was gripping. Had a a hell of a twist to it. There's a story to the, this. I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't aware there was a story. Yeah, there's a yeah. There, there's a there's a campaign. There are side quests and everything. That just tells there's you so much play. about gaming advertising these days. Because yeah. honestly, I would have believed they it was didn't all really online. do much for. Ad- they showcased each javelin, but they didn't do much of any advertising for this game. And what oh, they did do made me think of multiplayer. They, they've always been like they say that they're like very talkative and open with their people, which they are. Like they're always active on social media, talking about what's yeah. going on, and they're trying to do a really good job. But I also think they're like trying to like give you something to like root for in a way because they're like slowly introducing it, but. Like the issue is, is they're not like the end game. Like the campaign, the campaign's good. But the end game, like you're after you get to level thirty, you have all your javelins, 
and you've built them all up. Now you've got to get like the masterwork and legendary gear. And they're saying either shower everyone with loot because you have tons of incentive to get like all the inscriptions and shit. Right. Or you take it all out. And well, like you just give us like more stuff. Now now I am uh close to a, a ten, eleven year WoW veteran. Yeah. Like I, I play WoW for way too long. Right. But one of the things that I'm used to, one of the things that I'm seeing that they're going to be doing is how they're doing their, their story chapters. Right. You know, that that to me is essentially, okay, I have finished the main story of this game. They have left it off to move on further. Mm-hmm. We're going to have time to play the strongholds, the dungeons, and everything that's, that's currently out right now to gear up our characters so that way, whenever they they drop this this next chapter of this ongoing story, we will be ready to move on into it and be ready for the next challenge to come. I'm okay with that because of what I have been, I guess. Uh, well, here's the thing. I can't think of the word. I think Anthem, like the problem is, if they release all the loot like everyone wants, they want loot changes. So they release all the loot. They're gonna have to go right back to uh, the fact that they don't have enough content to carry that much loot being thrown right. all the time. So like them, they're like slowly trying to release it, but they're not. We just never. They're way behind on it, right? You know. I mean the and the thing is, they've already made the men are talking about anthem. They've already made right. Grandmaster two and three. Right, they're talking about four already. Yeah, much so. much higher drops from Masterwork and Legendary, right. which is huge, which is also another thing that we've seen kind of come. Like I feel has come from Blizzard with Diablo with the different torment levels. Yes. Well, yes. now there was so, so there was a, 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 a Reddit a subreddit, okay. a subreddit uh, Diablo two. Uh, yeah, the Diablo There's 2 no developer, same. like the guy that point, developed the background the noise. We're drinking totally has suggestions. Like, he gave this big, friend. long that suggestion like to Bioware as, as what they should do and, like, the direction they should go that with it. They gave him, like, three or four <laughs> different suggestions. Right. Which, honestly, like, but that was because Diablo, they had to bring that guy in. Right now because he's talking about Anthem and don't care about Yeah. Which I mean, the the torment thing, the torment levels in Diablo really worked, you know. And I I feel like it made it made the game worth continuing to play, especially because I'm pouring it right into the mic. Pour it. Yeah. But so we just started having a conversation while you guys we, uh, we, we noticed. We noticed. We, you, we gave you a moment. Can you please bring it to a close? Because we are pretty I mean, I was just this thing at this point. Yeah, oh. I didn't know anything about the uh, we're, we're going to continue this discussion off mic. Uh, you guys, guys can... thank you for joining us on this No, we are episode. not even done. Uh, Rachel hasn't even talked about her getting caught up through. No. Jesus. She's getting caught up on a glass of Tullamore Dew. <laughs> I have drinky, drinky fast good. Okay, what, what what have you been watching, playing, listening to? Everything, honestly, everything, everything. Like, and I have been watching. If it is available new, I watch it just because I have no social life. 
I was about to say, you got a lot of time on your hands. Anything suggested, like anything new on Netflix, that kind of thing, I'm trying to wait. Wow. Anything standing out to you, like huge, like big thing? I'm scared of the sex robots thing. Oh, love sex and robots? Love that and robots. Oh, my God. A friend of mine, a friend of mine posts on on Facebook, he was like, uh, love death and robots. What does everyone think? And I was like, well, I was soured on love quite a while ago. I made peace with death when I was a child. And uh, I, I'm really excited by the AI advance with those robots <laughs> these, these days. As long as we have a Skynet contingency type thing. Because <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it takes a lot to get me in the seats for something anime. And it's not that I think anime is bad. It, like, there's no prejudice against it. I don't know. It's just I, I'm not... I never really lean that hard towards it. Uh, I, I did when I was younger. Uh, Toonami days. But cow, uh, I mean, we're talking Dragon Ball Z, Cowboy Bebop. It's all on the table for me. Favorite anime of all time, Outlaw Star. Fuck, I really wish they would bring that back for a comeback because... The the series ended with like a cliffhanger, like uh, hey, there's more adventures here, and I want to see those fucking yeah. adventures. Uh, yeah. Oh man, I lo- I love that shit. Melfina and the uh, fuck. What was the name of the ship? I can't remember. It's been so long since I watched it. Shit. Fuck. Um, on Outlaw Star. Yeah. It was the Outlaw Star. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. the Outlaw Star. You're fucking so smart. <laughs> we're fantastic, yeah. Well, I, I think yeah. it's time to. to, to I think it's time to. I think it's time to. Yeah, uh, it's time to get to Suns and Buds because we are three sheets Ooh. to the podcasting wind. Guys, like this episode if you liked it. Subscribe if you loved it. Uh, you're checking those out somewhere. While well, here, why not like? Comment your thoughts on any of today's stories, share, and hit that bell on YouTube if you want to know when the newest episodes are up. Like our new news page, Sword of My Comics, on Facebook, and follow Sword of My Podcasts on Instagram. Check out Subject to Change Entertainment on Facebook and Twitter, and all of our personal social media is down in the description below, including Miss Rachel Mullen, our special guest for this episode. The cat call can be heard in the background there. Guys, my name is Vincent Herman, then the human. James Odell Alpha Spectre. And cue that feline outro music.